Okay, welcome to our podcast for parents. My name's Dr Laura Hill. I'm a GP in Crawley and clinical chair for NHS Crawley Clinical Commissioning Group. Today I'm joined by the lovely Varian Nichols. Uh, Varian is the Children's and Maternity Programme Manager for both NHS Crawley and Horsham and Mid-Sussex Clinical Commissioning Groups. Hi Varian. Thank you for having me. We talk a lot about protecting the NHS for our future generations. So I suppose it makes sense, now the NHS is in its 70th year, can you believe, uh, where we talk about how we can do the best about choosing well when our children need to access the service, introduce them to using the NHS in a sensible way. Kids, my own, I have three, they get ill, don't they? They have accidents. So we also need to remind ourselves of services available when that does happen, because it's inevitable, isn't it, with kids? One of the things is making sure that families understand what's available to them. And what we have done recently is a range of assemblies in parts of Crawley. Oh, lovely. Um, Yeah, so the idea is that we go to the assembly and we talk to the children a little bit about kind of when you're not feeling very well, where do you go? And to start off with, nearly all of them want to call an ambulance every time they have a cough. Um, So we have a little discussion around, well, if you had an ambulance for your cough and then you had another ambulance that turned up for when you were sick and the next time for when you kind of stubbed your toe then when you broke your leg there wouldn't be an ambulance so kind of thinking about how our choices affect everybody else and we give them something to take home in their book bag so that the children can discuss it with their parents as well a lot of what we were talking about is what's available so you've got the 111 number which can give you advice and guidance Mm. Um, but one of the things that I think a lot of people don't think about is your local pharmacy and particularly in Crawley there's one on every single parade of shops you can go to your local pharmacist who are highly trained professionals and they can have a look at that little itchy rash or something that you've got on your arm and say well actually we've got a cream that can cover it or well actually I think you do need to see your doctor and then you can make the appointment Mm. Um, so there's quite a range of things available we've got the minor injuries unit and Crawley Urgent Treatment Centre as well. You're so right, bring prepared is really key isn't it, knowing when to seek advice and where, not just from your GP or calling 999 like <laughs> yeah. you're talking to the kids about. What else is there out there? On all of our websites we've got access to advice and guidance sheets for common minor ailments, things like diarrhoea and vomiting or head injuries. Particularly for the head injuries the advice and guidance leaflet that we've got is given to schools as well. So if a child has a bump on the head the parents will have a little leaflet that they can take home mm-hmm. and most of the leaflets have got a green, a amber and a red guidance. So for head injuries, if your child was being sick and physically was lethargic, that would come into the red category and okay. the guidance is to go to hospital. Mm-hmm. There's an amber category where if they've been sick once or twice and has a bit of a headache, we suggest you seek additional advice. And if your child is just running around as normal following a head injury and there doesn't seem to be any injuries, then the green category is just like keep an eye on them. Oh, I can see it gives you some advice about what to look for in those sort of 24 hours following. That's really helpful. So even as a GP, uh, when our kids are poorly at home, you sort of lose all logic, don't you? So having <laughs> having these advice sheets to hand would be really helpful to just to download and keep. What other advice sheets are available? So we've got one for abdominal pain, one for asthma or wheeze, one for fever, diarrhoea and vomiting, bronchiolitis, which is kind of a breathing thing for little children. That's right. They're usually under two, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. 
and a sepsis advice sheet. And the other really good thing about all of our advice sheets is that we've had them translated into the top five languages that are spoken as a first language after English in Crawley. And those are all available on all of our websites as well. Probably the thing I see most concern over is fever. Mm. Um, Little ones, fever hits and they become quite poorly and can be an area that's particularly difficult for parents to know whether this is something to worry about or it's Mm -hmm. just a virus, you know, that sort of thing. And we do get a lot of telephone calls to the surgery with anxiety over it. But of course, fever can be a sign that there's something really serious going on, isn't Mm. there? So of course, sepsis is one of the leading concerns and meningitis. And a lot of parents that uh, I see in the surgery often haven't even heard about the glass test, which is a really important thing to know about isn't it if your child's poorly could you go over some of the advice for us of what to do because of course most fevers can be managed at home but it's knowing when it's important to let a health professional know what's going on as well as the traffic light system of when you should be really worried and seek additional help on the back of them they've got practical things you can do to help your child it's things like checking your child during the night to see if they are getting any better Mm -hmm. and just checking them against the red amber green criteria you mentioned the rash test and using the glass there's also things you can do so try to get your child to drink regularly because obviously if you've got a fever you'll be losing quite a lot of fluid and if you do have any concerns, one of the things that we you know, we do stress is that 111 is available 24-7 and you can always phone them up mm. and seek additional advice and guidance from them. So do remember, the majority of fevers can be safely managed at home and you can look at the website for advice, as Varian said, or, on how to do that. The main things to look for if your child is unwell with a fever, if they're difficult to rouse, if they're pale or floppy or finding it hard to breathe. So I don't mean they've got a snotty nose. I mean their chest is breathing quickly and they're struggling to breathe. Having a fit or a seizure or if they're very fretful when they're touched or irritable. Now that glass test, that's to look at any rash on your child. If a child has a rash, roll a clear see-through glass over the rash The rash should disappear with that pressure and if it doesn't, that is a really significant sign and you need, this is probably one of the only occasions in this red box that you need to call for an ambulance or get yourself to hospital. If your child's under three months, it is a good idea to have one of us health professionals have a chat or see the child. If your child has cold hands or feet, if they're mottled in appearance, or if your baby or toddler hasn't had any wet nappies or hasn't passed urine, certainly within 18 hours, that's really significant. The majority of fevers, if they don't have these signs, are perfectly manageable at home. So just this Monday when I was in the surgery, a lady phoned. Her little five-year-old had been sent home from school and we were able to run through this same advice on the telephone. Their temperature's come down with some paracetamol since they got home. They're playing okay, they're weeing okay, they've got no rash they're a bit snotty and mum was happy to follow the fever advice sheet and just monitor the child over the next few hours and she was quite happy to manage that at home very sensibly but of course it's having to hand the advice that you need to look out for if things change and then contacting somebody either your GP or 111 or coming down to the urgent treatment centres if you feel the need.
One of the, the main advantages of phoning 111 is you get to speak to somebody really, really quickly. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer to speak to a GP at a practice because obviously you've got your appointments. Mm. And also going to a pharmacist, they've got quiet rooms that you can go into so that you don't have to have your conversation in public. It's a very immediate response and they can look at your child and advise you whether or not a bit of cowpaw will kind of help or whether you actually do need to seek some additional advice. They can suggest whether a minor injuries or a kind of urgent treatment centre or whether you did need to actually go to A&E. So they're a quick way of kind of testing things out. One of the other things that we have got um, that quite often new mums will be given by their health visitors is a leaflet that says, when should I worry? Mm. And I think that's a really good kind of um, advice leaflet as well because a lot of new mums, unless you've got family around you that also have young children, you know, you get given this brand new baby. It must be quite frightening. Yes, they don't come with a to-do manual, do they? No. (laughs) So these booklets, they're the, the orange booklets with the yeah. sweet little girl on the front with yeah. their stethoscope. <laughs> yeah, They're really fantastic. I do actually keep a stock at the surgery to hand out to parents because they just come with such sensible advice. Uh, coughs, colds, earache, sore throat advice mm. in there which is very sensible and easy to follow. There's a link to this orange When Should I Worry booklet or on our website, so do have a look at that also. The other place that you can find all of these leaflets is on the Family Assist website, and there's an application available as well. Do you mean a phone app? Yes, oh, a phone app. Very yeah, we're moving into the century. <laughs> and this is available, so health visitors are now rolling it out to all families. And the idea is that when your health visitor kind of registers you on Family Assist, you can recommend other family members to receive information as well. I remember a time when my mother was advising my sister with my nephew when he was little, and my mother's advice was slightly out of date. <laughs> and it would have been really helpful if this app had been available because my mum could have gone on it and looked as well the idea is that everybody gets a consistent message so it can be around breastfeeding or illness it's really useful way so all of our advice and guidance sheets are available on family assist and the idea is that we're growing the library so that from kind of minus nine months till you're 25 years of age the whole library will cover all the different things that you might want to as a family explore from a health and well-being perspective oh that's fantastic so if you haven't had a new baby you still download this app have yes. access you can go onto the west sussex county council website and uh-huh. the family assist all the information is there and i think if you're registered through your health visitor it can also give some more targeted intervention so if you were particularly interested in giving up smoking or something like that it can help you and signpost you to some of those services as well because it's really important actually although we're talking about kiddies that we keep ourselves well so that we can look after them yeah (laughs) so really important messages very and thank you particularly around keeping ourselves well we're the worst aren't we well I certainly am sometimes (laughs) so pharmacists we've been talking about them a lot they're great really promoting them today aren't we but seriously they can give health advice for both men and women, stop smoking treatments, weight management advice, screening for certain conditions, pregnancy testing and emergency contraception. So actually a huge range of things other than just coughs, colds and sort of mm. children's bumps and bumps. As we keep saying, they are professionals, so their advice is really safe. Wonderful. Well, thanks for your time today, Varian. Always <laughs> a pleasure. Which brings us neatly to the end of our podcast. Really hope you found it informative. Please do remember your NHS services are absolutely 
absolutely there when you need them. There is a range of online advice at nhs.uk or calling 111, which helps you to choose those services well and to empower ourselves really to self-manage as much as we can. Please do look out for my next column in the Crawley Observer at the end of March and of course our next podcast. Uh, Thanks ever so much for listening.